welcome in week six of the Fantasy Football Fortunes. My name is Alec. Uh, I am your co-host, and I am joined by another amazing human being, really. Uh, Sam, how are we doing today? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good over here. Um, guys, obviously, you can tell the show's coming in a little late this week. Uh, I actually was dealing with food poisoning yesterday, and we had a scheduling conflict on Tuesday. Um, we are adults that have full-time jobs and other responsibilities. So we are coming to you Thursday. We are recording this right before the Thursday night game. So we are going to be skipping that game tonight and just be moving on to the Sunday matchups and Monday night. Hey, if you tell your friends about the show, we can uh, we can start to get rid of those full-time jobs and come at you on a regular and consistent basis. Hey, <laughs> but until, that, <laughs> until that happens, you know, I'll be happy to sit here and talk an hour and a half, five days a week for you guys if you uh, – are willing to help us out, help us do that. Absolutely. Uh, you can always find uh, me on Twitter as well, and Sam. Um, both of our Twitter handles are in the description, so uh, you won't have to remember it when we say it. And Sam doesn't have to do his double M thing again like he always has to do. Always and we'll to give a it. big shout out to Mrs. Graham, one of our avid listeners <laughs> of this show. We love you, Mrs. Graham. You're amazing. This one's for you. <laughs> And oh, with she's going to love that. <laughs> Thank you. And with uh, that, we will enter into week six of the NFL. It was a crazy weekend in terms of uh, injuries last week. So we have a lot of um, kind of wrinkles in uh, the games this week. So uh, we, we, with that being said, we'll, we'll go ahead and get started. First How about of- those uh, flukes on special teams last week, too? Wow, kickers missing all over the place. It was something else. Oh, yeah, I don't know what was with that. Um, that was that was bizarre. The, the Bengals-Packers game, them just going back and forth, missing kicks over and over again. I haven't seen anything like that. So let's hope that that's done. Um, first game we have on the slate, though, is the Panthers uh, at the Vikings. Um, the Vikings are favorites here by one point. The over-under is 46. Um you know, I have Sunday off. I might go to this game, but shit, this is going to be a good game. I'm actually going to hit the over on this over-under personally. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I would do the exact same thing here. Um, and, I mean, big question is, do the freaking running backs play? This would have been the number two and or the number one and the number two pick um, in any standard league going up against each other running back-wise. Uh, but both of them are injured. Um, do you think Dalvin and Christian – McCaffrey plays. So a little insight we get to since we're recording this on Thursday. Dalvin Cook uh, actually returned to full practice today after being limited Wednesday. So he's looking good to be, um, but he's looking good to be full on, full go for this upcoming week now, uh, based on his practice reports. So maybe sleep. You'll be sleeping on Madison unless we hear something different over the weekend. Great. No, that's good to hear. I did see that Christian McCaffrey uh, did, uh, again, on Thursday, um, he did not participate, which surprised me. So definitely monitor it. I'm getting nervous um, on whether he'd play or not. I really thought at the beginning of the week he would. Um, if not, I uh, might, Minnesota's defense is not great, so I think you're good to roll out Chuba Hubbard um, uh, in his place. Um, although if you're like me and you don't have Chuba Hubbard, you're kind of just shit out of luck. Um I'm, actually, I'm, I'm curious in this situation because the Carolina Panthers know the state of the Minnesota secondary right now. 
Um, I'm curious if they are like, well, we can do with an average run game and just pass all over these guys. So let's just maybe we give CMC that extra week of rest. You know, they're sitting three and two. They're doing pretty well right now. Um, and you're playing against the Vikings team that is just torn apart in the pass attack. So that's curious. What I, that might be a line of thinking I'm looking at. Yeah, Sam Darnold finally fell back down to earth. And uh, last week he did. He really did not play that well. He threw three picks. He missed some wide open passes. Um, the only reason I don't know that they're going to do that is because I don't know what kind of faith I have in Sam Darnold. Um, I've had a really hard time. He looks so good. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, uh, turn him back into a pumpkin here at midnight. And uh, Sam Darnold's that freaking pumpkin. Uh, so, you know, I we'll see if he does that again this week. Um, if he does not do well this week, that's definitely cause for concern when it comes to Sam Darnold because he should do well against the secondary. Do you like yeah, Kirk this... Cousins at all? Oh. No, I was just going to say the offensive line in Carolina has been doing pretty well against uh, protecting Sam Darnold. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I like Kirk Cousins. I, th- I think this is going to be high. Like I said, I think this is going to go over on the over, uh, over the 46-point line. Um I think this ball is going to be thrown all over the field. And even in the way of maybe they're not going to want to rush Dalvin Cook 20 times yet. So maybe we'll be seeing a lot more passing attack as well. I think uh, this I actually I think this uh, game is going to have the ball moving so much. I, I wouldn't be afraid of starting K.J. Osborne in certain situations this week. And what about the uh, uh, Carolina side pass catchers? Um, obviously, Robbie Anderson, you know who's really susceptible to big plays is the Minnesota Vikings. And you know who's really good at getting that big play is Robbie Anderson. So I would expect you see a touchdown from Robbie Anderson that's 30 yards or more out this week, personally, is what I'll call there. And then um, I bet I wouldn't be surprised to see DJ Morgan double-digit uh, catches or at least targets if, CMC is not on the field. I'm also going to double down on that Robbie Anderson take if um, CMC doesn't go. Uh, I do think he'll see a lot more targets going his way if CMC can't can't go out there. Um, who, who Otherwise, is, you know, I'd still play him both even if CMC does, but I would just lower the expectations and where I think their ceilings are a little bit. Um, who would you stream here as a sleeper in either uh, on either one of these teams? Um, KJ Osborne. Um, really, he's the only one that you're probably looking at waiver wires or maybe picked or picked up off the waiver wire. Um, so I would say KJ Osborne is probably going to be your flex. I would expect he's going to be really involved on third downs and then uh, in the red zone as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, I think I would I, I would stream Donald in this one. Uh, I, I would. This is a good matchup. He's coming off a bad game. He very well could be on the waiver wire um, in just a 10-team standard league. Uh, and he really should take advantage of this matchup, especially if CMC's out. Um, all right, moving on to our next game. We have the Packers at the uh, Bears. Bear, uh, sorry, Packers are favorites here by 4.5. The over-under is 44.5. Um do you think the Packers are going to beat the shit out of the Bears? 
I think the Packers are going to, I don't think, beat the shit out of because, you know, this is a divisional matchup. The Bears are 3-2. and two. Um, I do think the Packers are going to win, and I will give them that spread, And I will, but I will go under on the 44.5 over under right now. I'm actually with you on both of those as well. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, you, you're playing your Packers here. I mean, the Bears' defense is good. Um, uh, but not top tier, if you will. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think you're fine, although I do think he falls outside of that quarterback one range this week. Um, Aaron Jones, you're starting him. Uh, what, what, what do you like about A.J. Dillon? I know you like him. Um, you know, he got a few carries and he got a touchdown last week, right? Um, I know he got targets. I, I was he just got- looking up... A- I was just looking up another stat. The last two times uh, Green Bay has played Chicago, Aaron Rodgers has scored 25 and 26 points, and Devontae Adams has scored 15 and 13 fantasy points. Interesting. Just, just a little uh, history from last year when those two played played Chicago. Hmm. So they might. Oh uh, yeah, a- AJ Dillon did get a pass catching touchdown on four targets actually, which That's is what pretty I thought. awesome. He and got then four you targets. know, and then he got his eight carries as well. Um, I'm looking at that compared to, and he, you know, that's a split on targets from uh, Aaron Jones, who got five. So, and he only got four catches, but only managed to get six yards out of it, which is really interesting to me because no, I did not think that AJ Dillon would be coaching pass catching. Well, they always said he was working on pass catching his hands in, in training camp, and you know, I always just thought that that was bullshit, right? I, mean, I was it's like, like well, oh, yeah, everyone says that. You're yeah. right, because that's what he doesn't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't think that actually utilize it, so it's really good to see that. Now, that being said, I don't think you stream AJ Dillon in this matchup. No, not Bears, this week. I think Bears are good enough to not. Uh, do you like any receiver outside of Devontae Adams on the uh, Packer side? No, CMC is still uh, or MVS is still on the uh, IR, correct? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Is. So and Lazard hasn't I'm, been putting up the stats. Yeah, Lazard. Um, I guess you can hope do a pray and a hope on Tanyan. Um, <sighs> you know he's been very disappointing this year. Uh, he, you know, he has a uh, two targets last week, but two weeks ago he had a season high of seven, but managed to only get two catches out of that. So he hasn't was- gotten more than three catches a week. So. Why do I think his, his stat line last year, which, of course, it was going to regress. He was, like, caught 53 of 55 passes with, like, 12 touchdowns on the season last he, year. He finished his third uh, quarter or, or a fourth uh, tight end in PPR mm-hmm. and, yeah, had 59 targets and 52 receptions. That's ridiculous. He almost just dropped crazy. that many passes last week. I mean, that's that's incredible. So, so yeah, anyways, he's, he's regressing back down to the norm, what he should be. Um, and that's great. So I, I'm really only playing my studs here on the Packers side. Um, the Bears. Um, the big three. I, I, I'm not playing the quarterback. I, I think it's Fields. Um, he has just I've, disappointed a few weeks in a row now. And Outside of Allen Robinson, especially with Damian Will, Williams uh, going on to the COVID list. So you're looking at uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, in deeper leagues, or maybe if you're desperate, like I may in a league here and may need to start uh, Khalil Herbert over J.D. McKissick. I'll have to figure that out. But um, that's a but. That, you know, you can take the flex and hope for the touchdown on that, or maybe you get something lucky, you know, where we have a breakout game. Dude. And, you know, and that guy goes for 120 yards and two scores. 
So Khalil Herbert actually played last week with Damian Williams. He's got 18 carries and put up 80 yards with him. No touchdowns, no catches. So it really put his stat line down. But as far as rushing work, hell, 15 touches, man, I'll take that that's, every yeah. week. And uh, putting up 80 yards with it's a good good. average. Yeah, yeah. And against this Packers defense, I really don't think they're that good, especially if the Bears roll out with a rookie quarterback. I kind of like Herbert this week. I bet you he falls in the end zone with that kind of workload. So um, I definitely think you're good streaming him there. Uh, Yeah, you you convinced me. I'm about that. Um, I'm scared of Allen Robinson, but you probably have to start him. You're scared, of Alan, you're scared of any pass catcher that Justin Fields is is thrown to at this point. This coaching staff clearly doesn't trust Justin Fields to throw the ball, and um, so he's going to be limited there. There uh, you go. Who would you stream as your sleeper in this one? Uh, Cleo Herbert. You convinced me. I know you can take him too because he's the only other one that's worth uh, streaming, you know? Yeah, yeah, he really is. The only other one I'd look at is uh, Cole Komet here. Um, I do Ugh. think – yeah, I mean, he hasn't been good, but I do think if he pops off, it's going to be in this one. Um, all right, moving on. we got Arizona at Cleveland. Um, the Browns are three-point favorites here. The over-under is 49 and a half. And the Arizona Cardinals are 5 and freaking 0. Oh. Who would have thought Woo! here? <laughs> are they the only 5 and 0 oh team right now? I think they so. are. Only undefeated yeah. team. Um, so... The Cardinals have uh, Kyler Murray, who you're starting. He's dealing with a shoulder injury right now, but it does look like he's going to be ready to play this week. Chase Edmonds put up a stinker yesterday. Uh, I'm sorry, last week, uh, but you got to roll him back out here. Um, I'm sitting James Conner on this one, though. Cleveland's defense is good up front, and James Conner's just a plotter. He's got to get a touchdown to be successful, and I'm not sure it's going to happen here. The Browns are the 25th most effective team um, against the against fantasy against running backs right now as well. 25th most most effective. No, like the seventh best. Gotcha. Got yeah 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 yeah. They've got a lot of talent up front there. Um, They're just staffed with first round picks, so. Uh, yeah, James Conner's not it, but uh, I think you're fine with Chase Edmonds. I, re- I do. He's, he's kind of matchup proof because of his catching work. So the real question here is how the hell are you going to play the receivers? And we'll play this game like we did last week. Um, just rank them for me. I'm just checking. Yeah, so A.J. Green only got two targets last week, which makes me a little skeptical on him. Um. I don't like that Rondell Moore is still fourth on that depth chart. And, of course, at least that's how Sleeper has it. So last week was the first week that Rondell Moore outsnapped Christian Kirk. It's the first yep. time this year that's happened. And it was not by much, if I remember correctly, by a couple snaps. Maybe. Yeah, I just liked it. It was pretty much a split. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so I might – but I just, I just like uh, what Rondell Moore has, like, as explosive ability to Christian Kirk. You know, Christian Kirk is like is like the Mister Thir- You know, they're down on the team. So I would just be I would be DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, AJ Green. Okay. Yep. Same. Uh, is there a single wide receiver one anymore? There are we still considering DeAndre Hopkins a wide receiver one? Um, maybe based on name value alone, he is still leading in targets. It appears. So you I know. just mean statistically. I think he's sitting at like the back half of wide receiver two. Oh yeah, right now he's uh he's 16th overall 
Uh, for wide receivers, right? Wide receiver sixteen right now coming gotcha. into this. Okay, game. so not back half, but but we're you know still wide there. receiver two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So yeah, you're rolling you're rolling him out there with confidence, but everyone else, I'm I'm a little bit nervous on. Um, the Browns. Uh, Baker is gonna be Baker. I think this will be a high point scoring game. This is gonna hit the over. Um, if you remember last weekend, the uh, Cleveland Browns went to the Chargers. And they shot out at 49-42, I think the final score was. So expect this to be something similar. Um, Notice that OBJ only had three targets in that game. Dude, OBJ, they put up 42 points and OBJ had two catches for 20 yards. I'm sitting OBJ until I see something better from him. Well, I've always said Baker and OBJ just do not have chemistry that lets them work together on the field. For whatever reason. They cannot play well together on the field. It does not. I'm not saying it makes sense. It's just the real things. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have gone through not practicing uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Do you think they're just giving their running backs time to rest this week? 100%. 100%. Yeah, they're both taking a pretty large workload. I mean, they're they're both RB1s There's right now, I so think. so much, man. There's so, so much. Well, and that, so brings, we got, and that brings me to, the like, uh, talking through, so play, play the freaking running backs, but wide receivers. There's no one that I trust on this Cleveland defense. It was Jade, or a Cleveland offense, wide receiver-wise. David no. Njoku caught 149 yards and a touchdown last week. It was absurd. And uh, a lot of it was on one long one. Don't expect him to do that again. Someone's going to go off in this passing attack for Cleveland. I just have zero idea who it's going to be. Rashad Higgins? Or Donovan Peoples-Jones. Or Anthony Schwartz. I mean, all of them are just freaking dart throws. And they're going to put up enough points where they're going to – the Cardinals are going to put up enough points where they're going to have to throw. So it's just who the hell gets those catches. Uh, You know, we mentioned one, though. Kareem Hunt. Play him with confidence. Hey, remember at the beginning of the year, I told you Kareem Hunt might be more effective than Nick Chubb, and you were like, what? Now Kareem Hunt's running uh, running back six, and Nick Chubb is running back 12. Yeah, we'll wait till the year's done. Suck I, it! I, I, I hear you. I don't think Kareem Hunt keeps this up. I mean, he is being insanely productive. Yeah, bro, um, he's he's always been, like, one of the better running backs in the league. Just, like, he had that um, off-field shit where I'm not condoning it. It was pretty inappropriate. Um, most, but And then definitely. he's just been, like, lightly used for his whole career. Yeah. You know well, what and, I mean? And I get it. And they're using him like they're using a slot wide receiver, almost. like a, a scat yeah. back, if you will. I mean, much, and they, much better and they knew and bigger. Exactly and that's what they that. wanted from him. Yep. Uh, it actually does make me fade Nick Chubb even more, though. I already was not a fan of him just because of his lack of pass, uh, passing work. Uh, I mean, he is one of the most talented runners in the league. But, my God, if he's only getting 15 touches a game, uh, there is, there's definitely a problem there. So, uh, what's your sleeper? We're Houston, Cleveland, my sleeper. I'll start Rondell Moore. I'll do that. God damn it. You took mine. All right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we can have we can have the same sleeper. That's fine. I've just so the other I've thing said I think, that we don't have to come up with two sleepers. So the other thing that I think is worth mentioning is that uh, Max Williams did go down with a knee ending injury, uh, season ending knee injury last week, and he was Arizona Cardinals tight end. I do think some targets are going to go more toward the wide receivers. Uh, I was going to say, do you think Demetrius Harris is going to take him over any of those? No chance. I don't think they're going to – they already have too many mouths to feed. I don't think that they're going to disperse even more. I bet you just more targets go to those four guys. 
All right, moving on to our next game. Um, ugh, gross. Houston, the Colts. Yeah. It is a divisional matchup. Unfortunately, at Houston, um, the Colts are favorites here by fucking 10. Oh, God. The over-under is 43 and a half. No way I'm taking that spread. I do not believe the Colts are going to cover. Um, I believe after last week, I believe the Colts are about to walk all over this team. I would give, I would give the Colts that spread. Yeah, I would go on the under though. Um, I was surprised at how bad the Colts' defense was last week. If I'm going to be honest, I, I like I think the that Houston's actually going to have offense. So who are you playing on their team then? Um, who am I playing on? What other team? Which one? Uh, who are you playing for the Texans then? If you think they're putting up points? Oh, Brandon Cooks for sure. No doubt in my mind, I'm playing Brandon Cooks. Um, I mean, he's the only one. I think that you can play. Uh, my guess is they have someone else on this team here that puts up significant points, but I'm not going to be able to tell you who that is. Um, uh, Davis Mills actually played a decent game last week against yeah, the did. Pats, I believe, which was uh, th- impressive. I think, he was top, I think he was top five, if not top three uh, quarterback on finish. Like Davis Mills could not have a lower opinion in my mind, but I've had to really work on opening my mind up so that I can accept that Davis Mills may actually be somewhat talented. Because um, that's doing that against the Patriots is no—it's a feat. So we'll see if you can do it again here against the Colts. Um, just something to keep your eye on. But yeah, yeah, nothing important there. Um, Are you playing Brandon Cooks? That's it. That's it on the Houston side. Okay. What do you like on the Colts side? Oh, you know, Jonathan I think Taylor. You, uh, you gonna start Jonathan Taylor? Um, actually, I wouldn't be super afraid of starting Carson Wentz this week, and Ooh. I think this is a full go on Michael Pittman. Yeah, I agree with you. Carson Wentz kind of got the blame for the loss last week, but he actually played pretty well comparatively. Um, So, yeah, I agree. This should be the get-right game for the Colts. Sitting at one and four, I'm uh, they they need a win, and this really should be it. so, yeah, I think that'd be good. Uh, who's your sleeper in this one? Michael Pittman. Great. Uh, I'll go Naheem Hines. This seems Ooh, like, that's uh, a good one. That's this, a really good one. I, um, I th- That's such a good one. I think we should actually touch a little more on that right now. So I do um, think that there's going to be enough running work in this game. Like I think the Colts are, to your point, just going to be able to run it a million times on the Texans and win this game. So uh, my guess is they give both Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines significant workloads. Whether it what be do you think about Hines only? What do you think about Hines only having three targets in the last two weeks? It's Hines, man. I mean, he'll pop off for some games and go for 25 points, and in other weeks he'll do freaking nothing. Uh, I think when push comes to shove. They put Jonathan Taylor out there because he's the better athlete. Yeah. Um, and so my guess is in this game, they don't need to do that. I bet you they give Jonathan Taylor some like rest, quote-unquote, um, and then roll Hines out for the rest of the time. All, All right. right. Is there any more to that one? No. We have already spent All enough right. time on the uh, yeah, spent Colts enough time and the Texans. Uh, play the Colts defense. Play the Colts defense. Um... Hopefully, Rodrigo Blankenship is healthy. My uh, computer's loading, but my next game is the uh, Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders. Raiders at Denver. 
I got you since it's loading. Uh, we got 44 and a half point over under, and it's given the Broncos three and a half. Um, Interesting. So the million dollar question is here. John Gruden got fired for uh, acts that he should have gotten fired for. And that's all we'll say yep. about that. Yep. Well, how do it you was all gonna, every, how do you everything think that's justified. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Completely justified. Um, how do you think that's going to affect this offense and this team? For the love of God, can Brian Edwards and Henry Ruggs get more targets? Can that happen? Can they stop being such a run-heavy team? You know what's actually, or not just only throw the ball down Darren Waller's throat, can th- or Hunter Renfro. Want to know something interesting? So Darren Waller has had 48 targets, right? Leading all tight ends and targets. Josh Jacobs has had... 50 attempts in total carries and targets as well. So the person who's touched the ball or had the most opportunities or second most opportunities is Darren Waller. And it's just like that, that is who their whole offense runs through. But, you know, yeah, he's kind which, of suffering his low-volume catches this last two weeks. He had to break five catches, only breaking five catches once this season so far. No, for sure. Um, and it, it wouldn't surprise me if those targets start to get distributed a little bit more evenly. Um, that's, like, that's what I would expect to see if I'm the new coach is trying to establish a more consistent offense. The Raiders started off, the, started off hot but really have not been, not been the last two yeah. weeks. Um, and so, but, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, what I've heard about Rich Bisaccia, or Bisaccia, sorry, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it correctly, um, is that he's just a very, very aggressive go on fourth down, go for it on fourth down kind of play caller. Fuck yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah. Brandon Staley over the Chargers have been doing that this year, and I absolutely love it. Um, that being said, I don't think you can play a single pass catcher other than Darren Waller this week just because we have no idea how this is going to turn out. Um, I would still be comfortable playing Hunter Renfro. Uh, in your flex just because hmm. I still think he's going to be getting targets in full PPR. If this is in full PPR, I know we typically talk half point. In full PPR, I would consider starting Hunter Renfro as a flex if you need it. If you need it. Don't don't say because I'm saying that you're putting him over. <laughs> like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. Can't yeah. think of a good example off the top of my head. But hold, don't think you're starting Hunter Renfro over Antonio Brown or something like that. You wouldn't put him over Cortland Sutton, right? No. Okay. No, that's great. No. So play Cortland Sutton. <laughs> yeah, play your court, uh, play Cortland Sutton. Uh, so, sorry, I before we Tim move, Patrick, yeah, before we move to the Denver Broncos side of the ball, um, what do you think about the running backs here? I'm, my vote would be to sit them all because the Broncos are a pretty good defense on the Raiders side. Uh, but what's your take? I am. I'm personally. I'm done. I'm selling all of my Raiders running backs for this season. Love it. I don't want. I don't want to start any of them for the rest of the season. If I ha- if you're in a situation where you have to, because at this point, I don't think you're going to get much value for anything. Yeah. You know, maybe honestly, maybe go try to score yourself a defense that has a pretty weak <laughs> uh, <laughs> playoff schedule. But. Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. And this is not the defense to do it. All right. Now moving over to the Broncos side of the ball, we have Cortland Sutton. I I kind of like Tim Patrick this week. Yeah, no, like I said, Tim. Pa- I think Tim Patrick and Hunter Renfro 
is a complete uh, coin flip between those two. I look at them as very like identical, maybe a little more towards Renfro's side just because of how many targets he's been getting consistently week to week. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, what do you like about the running backs here? I know Melvin and uh, Javante are essentially still evenly splitting carries. I saw a ridiculous stat that Melvin Gordon has 26% of his rushing yard total off of one carry. It's like that 80-yard one. That 70-yard <laughs> touchdown. That's that week total one. bullshit. Yeah, yep. Like, like a quarter of his yardage on the season yeah, is from that one run. Uh, Devontae looked great. He had a run last yep. week that shook fear throughout my entire body. Um, so I really like uh, Javante Williams here, and I think you can confidently play him. Go for Javante Williams. I would play, yeah, I would play him for sure. Um, don't play I'm the playing quarterbacks. Teddy B? Not playing Teddy this week? I'm not playing these quarterbacks. I can fight there. That's I'm fair. A, I'm afraid that this game is not going to be a high-scoring game. Like, I would probably hit the under on this one. Like, new offense. My guess is your new coach, he's going to establish the run because that's what you do. And the Broncos are already kind of slow-moving. So, yeah. I don't like that. Um, your sleeper so this week is Renfro. Jerry, Ju- Jer- so wait, Jerry Judy or Mac Jones this week? Oh yeah, I guess he's playing Dallas. That's Jerry Judy or Mac Jerry, Jones? Jerry Judy, Jerry Judy or Trevor Lawrence this week? Do you I mean, mean uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater? <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. Oh Teddy Bridgewater. Shit. Oh, Shit. Oh, Teddy God. Bridgewater or uh, Trevor Lawrence this week? Um, give me Trevor Lawrence. Alright. Give me Trevor Lawrence. Um I'll let you go sleeper first since I keep taking yours. I think we did we named Tim Patrick and Hunter Renfro. I think that's good enough. Javante Williams. Uh, Javante Williams. <laughs> this game's just right. full of sleepers. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, and that's someone's gonna pop this game. Take your shot on who you think it is. It literally could be anyone. But not the quarterbacks. No, the quarterbacks <laughs> probably won't have a good game. Um, next, we have the uh, Cincinnati Bengals at the Detroit Lions. Um, the Bengals are favored here by three and a half. The over/under is forty-seven and a half. Do we think this is the Lions' first win? No, I think it's going to be um, about four points. I think it's going to be a one-score game. <laughs> the Lions will lose yet again because that's what the Lions do. They're really good at that. <laughs> I'm calling this on the line. <laughs> I could see this. I like the over on the over-under here. Um, I could see this be a higher-scoring game. Um, the Lions are always having to catch up. Um, so I like streaming both of these quarterbacks. I don't think they're like bona fide starters, but I think you're totally fine streaming them this week, and you'll be happy with what they do. Um, yeah. You're playing Joe Mixon. Uh, I know this really should be a, a this should be a huge game for him. It has all the makings to be. I hope he's healthy. I know he's dealing with that ankle injury. He played last week on reduced snaps, but um, Samaje P. Ryan also just went on the COVID list, so they don't really have a between the tackles bruiser anymore either. Um, so they really need Joe Mixon to come out here. Um, Joe Joe Burrow is also dealing with some injuries, so I really think they'll ride him hard this week. Um, so it should be a good week for him. Uh, definitely, probably a sell high after this game. Um, <laughs> my take on Mixon, yeah, yeah, most likely. Um, pass catchers, uh, we've got 
all three of them playing. Um, Higgins is back, baby. I'd we, probably start all three of them. I think I would too. I think I would too. Can you rank those for me? Do you play? Uh, you like Chase or Higgins more? Um, it's hard. Well, you know, Higgins came back and had seven targets right out the gate, so it shows that they're just glad to have him back. Um, off of Jamar Chase's ten. I'm curious. I bet they try to get Higgins more involved here. I would actually go Higgins, Chase, uh, Boyd. Gotcha. Uh, and then their tight end's name, who is really hard to pronounce. It's like Uzama. Uh, CJ Uzama. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. Uh, I also think you can stream him here. Yeah. Uh, against the Lions. Um, so what about the Lions side? We like Swift, naturally. I actually think this would be a huge game for Swift. Um, yep. TJ Hawkinson was still limited at practice today, but he, you know, we'll hope for tomorrow, but he's probably going to play, but keep that in mind. He's been limited the whole year. <laughs> him, and, <laughs> him and DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift still has a questionable tag from that groin injury that he's had since preseason, <laughs> and they just keep just fucking throwing that on there. And so I don't know that any of the – the Lions just seem to be very generous with the questionable tags, so I wouldn't look too much into that. Um do you like anyone outside of those two guys? Amon Ross St. Brown's been coming on a little bit. What do you think of him? Uh, especially with uh, Quintus Cephas out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is uh, someone you could throw on there. And you know what? I'm just going to call it early. And let's just say he's going to be my flex of this game. I love it. You know, the Bengals have given up the 19th, uh, or I guess 19th fewest, which would be like 13th most points to uh or 19th most points to wide receivers. So I would say give uh, Amon Ross St. Brown a shot this week if you are desperate, desperate, desperate. And we'll ride that, um, and I'll just go ahead and say my sleeper as well. And I'll go with Jared Goff this week. I think they're going to – the Cincinnati Bengals secondary is not that great. I think the Detroit Lions are going to have to throw. Um, I, I bet you Jared Goff has a good game. Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield this week? Uh, give me Jared Goff. All right. Now you have me second-guessing that one. (laughs) Yeah, give me me Jared Goff. Give me Jared Goff. I think think I'd end up having to go Baker just because it would sick my stomach to put Jared Goff in my starting lineup. Like, there's a world where Cleveland is able to legitimately just run over Arizona. Oh, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. I I think that uh, Baker Mayfield outscores uh, Jared Goff this week. Very bold. I'll take the, uh, yeah, I'll take the flip side. What's the Uh, stakes? What are the stakes? I don't know. You owe me a beer or something. (laughs) We live over a thousand miles apart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you better pay those shipping costs. Better not have to <laughs> pay the delivery man when he shows up. Keep uh, that shit on ice so it doesn't spoil. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Give me something with craft, local. I'll be douchey like that. Uh, all right, moving on. We have Miami at Jacksonville. Um, my shit technology is being awful. Can you read the line for me, please? Yeah, we, so we got a 47.5 over under uh, with uh, – Dolphins at 3.5. Dolphins minus 3.5. Yeah, Dolphins up 3.5. Huh. What a high over-under, you think? Yeah. and it's Well, it's because these teams don't have defense. Miami's fine against the pass, but they're 
awful against the run. You're playing um, you're playing James Robinson with confidence this week. Yeah, uh, uh, two is expected to come back, so that's huge. And I like partly believe Jacksonville doesn't really even play defense. So oh, this is the London game too. Woo! So make sure if you're playing these guys, you put them in Saturday night. Nice and gross. Um, Will Fuller's on still out this week. Yeah, I, and I think you've got to roll Jalen. God, Jalen Waddle's not played well with Jacoby Brissett in there. Um, but Tua's, oh, Tua's playing, isn't he? Is he back? Yeah, Tua's, Tua's looking at coming back this week. Oh, so he's expected I'm playing to Waddle. Play. Tua's I'm playing is, Waddle. Tua's expected to play, yeah. Tua's expected to play. Um, Devontae Parker made the trip to London. I don't. Does that mean anything to you? I mean, he's he's fine. I think you can rule him out there as as more of a streaming option, but he's just not been consistent this year, and it it worries me. Um, Miles Gaskin, what the hell do you do with Miles Gaskin? He, like, gets two carries one week and then blows up for 33 points the next week. I mean, you you got to yeah. just play him, right? Just based on the just match play it, Just play it and understand that it'll average out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not going to play Miles Gaskin against Jacksonville, you might as well trade him. Yeah, you might as well get him off your squad. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Uh, although, I, that still scares me. Um, anyone else on Miami side of the ball that you like? No, dude. I don't like anyone on Miami side of the ball. <laughs> like most weeks. Uh, <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Jacksonville. We already talked about James Robinson. Do not, for the love of God, play Carlos Hyde. Um, LaVisca Chenault. Uh, he's really, I mean, I guess you can play Marvin Jones. LaVisca Chenault is the only one that I get excited about on that team. You know, you're going to play James Robinson this week. But, like, LaVisca Chenault, um, I wouldn't be playing Trevor Lawrence, unlike you. Who, who, but, who uh, what was the, what was the, uh, ultimatum you gave me before, Trevor Lawrence or who? Teddy Bridgewater. I would like to change my answer now that we've gotten to this game, and I'm going to choose Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> <laughs> because you're, you're right. The more we talk about this, the more I do not like Trevor Lawrence. He is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be good, man. It's going to be rough. Right, um, do you have a sleeper for this one? Jalen Waddle, I guess. Yeah. Or the Visca Chanel. One of those two. You know, Dolphins are actually have uh, allowed the six most points to quarterbacks uh, per game so far. So. Hmm. Significant. Have, have they really? I didn't know that. That kind of that number yeah. surprises me. Um. Yeah. What, I, I kind of is it Marvin Jones week? Can it be Marvin Jones week? Oh, it could be Marvin Jones week. I'll, I'll, I'll run with you on that one. Marvin I, Jones week. I want week. it to be. <laughs> I want it Marvin to be. Marvin Jones week. All right, Marvin starting Jones Marvin Jones. He's going to get go. three touchdowns and 130 yards. This game, this is it. You heard it here first. This is it. You heard it. <laughs> and probably you right, only heard it here. <laughs> All right. Maybe 130 yards. Maybe only two touchdowns. Maybe. Probably. Probably going to rush in another one at some point, though. So. Yeah. That son of a bitch. This I mean, might be that week. He's going to do it. Without bad Jacksonville's defenses, they just throw him at corner, too. <laughs> Miami's here. Um, yeah, or Miami. Sorry. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, we have Dallas at uh, New England. And can you read the line? I, I don't know why my shit's not loading, but you're going to have lines from here on out. For the first time, you're the person having internet issues, and that takes a lot of stress off of me. Oh. <laughs> 
So they're going to be at Gillette, so in New England. Uh, Cowboys minus three and a half, and a 51 and a half over under. Woo! Under. Under. Yeah, probably. No way Patriots are putting up that many points. Patriots don't have that ability, right? So the Cowboys have also switched their game plan significantly from the pass-heavy game plan that we're used to, and they're running a ton. And I don't know that that's going to change this game. No, I don't think it will. I think, yeah, I think this is going to be a really grinded out first first one done in this uh, time slot. You know what I mean? Yep. I agree. Uh, I would put, I would be playing Zeke, Tony Pollard. You're probably you're gonna. I don't know. Would you play Amari Cooper this week? Dude, I I'm nervous about Amari Cooper. Um, I'm nervous about Dallas pass catchers. Period. I mean, I think you probably have to play him, but like, um, in right. a, in just a standard ESPN league, I just benched him for uh, uh, Devontae Smith, uh, and I'm playing Devontae Smith this week over him. So because I'd expect Devontae Smith to get more yards and a touchdown. Yep. Before Amari Cooper would. I would too. Um, New England secondary is decent. They're de- they definitely have. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're just a good coach defense. Um, but it doesn't really scare me for the Cowboys. I just have a feeling that the Patriots are not going to put up a lot of points. I have had the hardest time watching the Patriots offense. Like, it is, it's just boring, man. Yeah, the whole day, yeah, they're, yeah, it's, it, they went, and just because of what you expected them from them for, it's just very, you know, we knew they were going to collapse at some point, and now they're just a very middling team. One yeah. of the unexciting ones to watch. Uh, so nervous about this, but you got to play Dalton Schultz. I mean, he's going on a tear right now. Killing um, it. I'm nervous about the receivers. I play them both as wide receiver twos, probably. They're not ones. Um, yeah, you're. Yeah, I think at this point you're looking. You pre- might be be looking at uh, Amari Cooper and CD in your flex. Yeah, and I, that's just because we put people. But but people because this is a Thursday or. Uh, Never mind. Never mind. This is a Sunday game. I was just thinking we were talking about Thursday night games. I was like, I have early games, you always put your players in the positional slots, no matter where you think, if they're better or worse. Just because if something changes later on, you not don't have your hands tied because your running extra running back is in your flex. Yeah, because you're not stuck. Then if your flex is open, you at least can play the wide receiver or the running back rather than having like a wide receiver spot open and not being able to play a running back uh, in case that's the next best player. So anyways, um, what do you like on the Patriots side here? So actually, (laughs) how do you like Dak? That silence wasn't wasn't touched. Understandably so. What do you think about Um, Dak in this one? Dak Prescott? Mm Mm-hmm. I I think he's a go. I I bet he finishes top ten this week. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I uh, really the only one on the Patriots I'm interested in right now is Damian Harris. I know he's been really slow, but like I said, I think this is going to be a very pounded out game. So I think the ball will be in his hands. You know what I mean? That's interesting. I actually think the opposite. Um, so I think he'll do just fine. He's splitting work, man, and he's splitting work like three different ways. And he always—that's well, because to. he's a, he's a, he's a little injured right now. He did miss practice yesterday and come back limited. So maybe other, I have to re- retract that statement. The other thing is, I have a feeling the Cowboys are going to dominantly win this game. I have so a feeling gonna the Cowboys are going to be up from the starting bell. So uh, I have a feeling the Pats are going to have to throw. 
on this one. So Jacoby Myers, are you starting Jacoby Myers? Yeah, I am starting Jacoby Myers. What about my boy Nelson? I like Jacoby more than Nelson. <laughs> Do you think well, this is the game we'll see the um, elite top two tight end set that we were all hoping for? <laughs> elite is such a strong word for what this two tight end set is. As far as they're talented, they're, pretty, they are. they're probably two of the most talented tight ends on a team. They just can't, they, I mean, it's the same situation as the Eagles, right? They just, just freaking well, yeah, cannibalize each other. other. The, teams, the teams, well, no, I'm not talking fantasy reasons. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? As fan, fan, like, as a football team, like, and football, not fantasy, it is dope to have those two on the same team. For but sure. I do not think that New England has figured out how to use them properly. Yeah, or I don't know. is not utilizing them properly. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Well, and I just don't think, like, I don't know how much I like Mac Jones either, just being the distributor. Like, I, for, all right. me, for all intents and purposes, he's doing just fine as a rookie quarterback. We can't expect much, but he's a rookie quarterback who doesn't move right. and passes the ball in a very game manager kind of scenario. So so next year, next year when we get a little, see a little more, it might get a little more exciting. For sure, when he's able to make those tough throws and, and is a little bit more ballsy, I'd expect Mac Jones to almost turn into like a, like almost like a Derek Carr-ish and follow that same career trajectory. So For sure. All right, you ready? Uh, sleeper, what do you like? Ah, uh, sleeper. Fuck uh, it, Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith? Nah, and I'm going to go Nelson Aguilar. I'm going to go uh, Nelson Aguilar. Okay. Um... And I'll go either uh, – I'll go um, the other side. Jacoby Myers is the other side of the same field. All right. All right. Moving on. And now, the good, not the freak nasties. Freak nasty picks. Oh, wow. The future is now. Here we are in week six, and these are the good doctor freak nasties, freak nasty picks. All right, first up, we know we got this man who keeps it tight. It's not a myth, it's Jonu Smith. Jonu's heading up against these Dallas Cowboys, and I'm telling you, Mac Jones is gonna get him in the end zone. I'm looking for a big week from Jonu Smith, keeping up with his boy Hunter Henry here. Now, next up, we got someone facing these mighty, mighty giants. It's Van, get in the Van, Jefferson. Van Jefferson is looking to break out. A lot, of, a lot of talented receivers there in L.A. on these Rams. But I think Van Jefferson's week is here. I'm looking at 100 yards and a score if all things go according to plan. Now, lastly, I got my man, Terry. And it's not Terry from Reno 911. It's Devin Singletary. Singletary's been getting kind of tossed by Zach Moss. But I think he's going to rebound and make a big, big game against these Tennessee Titans. And we will Tennessee what happens. Now, those are the good doctor's picks. Have a great week out there. Flex on your opponents and get nasty with it. All right, LA Rams uh, at MetLife, which is in LA, right? No, that's in New York. So we're in New York. We're in New York. Rams are uh, minus ten at a forty-eight and a half over/under. How do you feel about that? Looking at like a twenty-nine eighteen game or something like that. The Rams are gonna beat the shit on the Giants. That's the only thing I think. Yeah, is bro. The spread is there is any? A... <laughs> like, I'll take the spread. Like, I think the Rams are gonna win by yeah. more than ten on this one. What about the over/under? 
So it all depends if Daniel Jones is playing, right? Like I just do not trust yeah. if if Daniel Jones is not playing, I'm not I'm hitting the under. Saquon, Saquon missed practice today. Saquon's two to four weeks. Saquon's not playing yeah. this one. It's gonna be Devontae yeah. Booker. They're missing receivers. They're getting healthier. Honestly, I'm not even sure who's coming back. Daniel Jones is concussed. He's still in the protocol, so he's maybe back. I mean, they just had a rough week last week. I have yeah. a feeling they come out and put up like three to seven points. I'm, fa- I'm, fa- I'm fading Giants. Um, I'll go under Rams. I would even play Van Jefferson this week. I'd play Tyler. You know, I mean. What do you think about we, – we've got to talk about Kadarius Tony. What do you think about Kadarius Tony this week? I don't think he's going to do that against a uh, Rams defense with Jalen Ramsey out there. True. Yeah, and I'd agree with you. And I there's, think there's probably going to be mean? more target think, competition as well because some of the receivers will be healthy. But you're right. I'm, I'm fading all this shit. It's the Rams defense is good. Maybe that's why Jacoby. That's why we're excited about Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar is because uh, he did that against Dallas. But I think the Rams D is a different animal. Yep. I, uh, and yeah. So. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, Rams, I mean, Stafford's great. Uh, you got to roll out there. Woods finally got a redemption game. Uh, so yes. you, you got to roll out Woods and, uh, and second uh, half, Cooper. Second half of the season kind of guy. That's <laughs> what I like about him. <laughs> right time for playoffs. Uh, and then Strip Tyler Higby. I mean, he's he's a good option here. Well, yeah, you you probably he's probably picked up. But, yeah, start your, to start Tyler Higby. Yeah, start him. Start him for sure. Um, um, and then you got Daryl Henderson and Sony Michelle. Um, I feel good about Daryl Henderson. Yeah, not, I think not so. Uh, I think, uh, you are starting Daryl Henderson every week. I am actually amazed by uh, his consistency. He's been, you know what I mean. Ex- so he's doing extremely well. Fifteen uh, in his four games played. Fifteen, fifteen, fourteen, sixteen. You know what I mean? Yeah, go get that. Just go put that out there and get those 15 points for you this week. He's a perfect Absolutely. buy low target for anyone. Oh, my God. I'm trying to get him so him. hard in this one league I need right now. Now, there is a chance that Sony Michelle starts to see more and more work. Sony Michelle did get more of a snap share last week than he did the week prior, and he took a touchdown away from Daryl Henderson. Um, are you concerned that Sony Michelle is going to keep coming on? He did go. Um, you know, he's been getting. To, you got ten targets two weeks that Daryl Henderson was going, and Daryl Henderson still did what he did. You know, maybe there's a little touchdown poach here or there, but I'm not gonna let it scare me. Yeah. Sony Michelle still has only averaged over four yards a carry in one game. Oh, so. yeah, that's not great. Um, no. Who's your sleeper? Uh, Van Jefferson. Such a good pick. Um, <laughs> thank you. You really should stop letting me go first. Yeah, man, I'm going Van Jefferson too. <laughs> I'm taking your advice. And I'm, I'm done trying to pick another one. There's not one. I'm going Van Jefferson too. I like that fucking pick. All right, moving on. All right, Seattle and Pittsburgh. Um, I did get a report while we were while we were recording about breaking Carson, news. Uh, DK Metcalf. Breaking news. DK Metcalf downgrades to did not practice on Thursday. And Chris Carson missed another practice as well. Hmm. Do you think either of them are going to be playing this week? 
Uh, I know for Chris Carson, I think DJ, uh, DK Metcalf will be out there. Yeah, um, I agree with that. The spread on this is Steelers are the favorites by five. The over-under here is 42 and a half. Um, the obvious storyline here is Russell Wilson's gone, and he's going to be gone for yep. a little while. They, they're optimistically thinking six weeks, which is never good to hear. Which um, is optimistic. <laughs> Yeah, well, optimistic for only missing six weeks. That's like that's best case scenario. That's not good. Um, that's bad. So, what do you think about the receivers here? Um, you know, I think everyone just went from a wide receiver one to a wide receiver two. So I actually I was watching this game when when Russell Wilson went out. Geno Smith came in, which God bless Geno Smith. Um, <laughs> I can't he believe he still has a job. Hyper targeted DK Metcalf. I mean, immediately was locked in to DK Metcalf and immediately threw him the balls where he was in. And DK Metcalf converted it, which makes me think. I mean, which makes me think that DK Metcalf is going to get. It's going to be just fine. Double um, digit targets. I worry about Lockett. Lockett gets those long yep. touchdowns, and I'm not sure Geno Smith has that kind of arm anymore either to be able yep. to do something like that. So I'm more fading Lockett than I am DK. I actually think DK's going to be just fine, and I do think he sees double-digit targets. I, I don't know where the hell else they're going to go with the ball. Yeah, Steelers have allowed the seventh most points per game to uh, wide receivers so far. That's kind of surprising. Um, yeah. Uh, they'll beat that this game, but only because it's Geno Smith. And fifth, if you go PPR or half point PPR, so you know mm. there you go. Um, anyone else you like on the Seahawks that you want to talk about? Chris Carson's playing. Play him. If are you going to play Alex Collins? No, I'm not playing Alex Collins against the Steelers. Are you playing Gerald Leverett? No, I'm also not playing Gerald yeah, Leverett with backup QB against the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like on the Steelers Ste- side? Everyone, I would just play him. Play, you know what I mean. Uh, Juju's out for the season, so good for you, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool owners. I need that um, so Najee badly Harris, in my dynasty league. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Najee Harris, you're just going to go crazy on. Uh, don't start Big Ben. Just he looks so bad. I know it like, doesn't make sense when I'm saying start everyone but the quarterback. But just don't have that old slow man on your roster. It just looks bad. It's I so see this being a game where, like, the he, ending He's going result, out for, like, 38 yeah, points, like, dude. Like, he's going out for, like, 38. Big Ben's so you could, average depth of target is, like, two yards. But somehow he got to 350 yards throwing in this game. Uh, like, this would so be Because Najee Harris is going oh, out for 150 receiving. It's just screens and long bombs to Chase Claypool. I mean, that's all uh, it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so you know, uh, you know if you if you're in it that is at home, yeah. <laughs> if you like the Big Ben at home narrative, <laughs> let me just put it this way: if it hits, we're gonna talk about how we called it. <laughs> if it doesn't hit, we just won't mention it again. We get all the credit if it's good, and none of the credit <laughs> if it's bad. That's how I want this to be. All right, who's that's, your, that's how this is going to count. Who's your sleeper in this one? <laughs> Who would be considered a sleeper? Alex Collins. Is Chase Claypool? No. <laughs> Can it be? Um, what do you think about Pat Fryermuth in this one? 
You want to if you're stuck on tight end. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to. If you're stuck no on one. tight end, um, go for it. No one. Geno Smith. <laughs> G- for the love of God, don't play Geno Smith. That, that, <laughs> all right. Ready for the next one? This is uh, a super awesome game. This is a super awesome game. We have the Ravens uh, against the Chargers. Ravens are favorites here by three. The over-under is 52, and I like the over on this one. I'm going over, bro. Yeah, dude. Um, also, uh, give me the Chargers. Right. Give me the Chargers. Yeah. Chargers are I winning this Chargers one. I think Chargers win this game. I think Chargers win this one for sure. The Chargers have looked like a fucking machine, driving up and down the field, scoring bro. touchdowns at will. What charger aren't you starting? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm starting all fuck, of them. Fuck, man. And if I'm starting Mike Williams, going, starting Keaton Allen, starting Eckler, you're starting fucking, what's his name? What's his nuts? Herbert. Uh, you're Herbert. starting Jared Cook. <laughs> you're starting Jared Cook. <laughs> yeah, you're starting Jared Cook for sure. No doubt. Uh, this will be a good one. Uh, Donald Parham has started to show up a little bit too. Speaking of my, my tight end enthusiasm over here. Uh, I don't think he's worth it, but keep your eyes on him. Um, Ravens side of the ball. Do we like anything other than Lamar Jackson? <laughs> I like uh, Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. I do too. I do too. He's just been all the freaking yards. It amazes me how much of that man's team he is. Yeah, yeah. So I would, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm about Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. <laughs> yeah. And Lamar Jackson. This will be a great game. Um, also, just wanna, I'm going to dial us back for a second. I just got a notification that Jared Goff reported today that he wants Amon Ross St. Brown much more involved in the offense. Oh. Do you believe so any of that shit that, when it comes maybe out? That, I don't know, but maybe that's a little more of a, maybe he's a little more of a flex play than we were talking earlier. I feel like that's the same shit as like Bruce Arians saying, Ronald Jones is my starter. <laughs> It's like, all right, Ron Jones I, I want to see it to believe it. Yeah, like, don't give it. What a, Shut up. Yeah. What a bummer, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, start your studs. Um, do we think, Not your um, duds. So, I do think he'll be on a snap count if he comes back, so don't play him. But do we think Sharp Bateman's back in this one? Bro, I think he is going to come back in this one. And so go pick him up when you're listening to this on Saturday. So then you don't have to worry about picking him up after Next two week. weeks from now. Yeah, because he's going to be on a limited snap count. So my guess is he comes out and plays like 50% of the snaps. He's uh, not gonna. He's not really going to do much this week probably unless he's actually like feeling healthy, ready to go. Actually, but like yeah. I wouldn't expect him to come out like no, crazy. No. My guess is it'll be fun to watch him because he'll probably have a couple of few plays that are actually pretty flash. nice. Yeah, he'll flash, he'll flash yeah, a play. Exactly. Uh, but you're right. The volume's not going to be here for him this week, so definitely don't do that. Um, anyways, that, that'll but be, go get him now. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, you got Mark Andrews. You got Marquise Brown. Running backs. They did mix Tyson Williams back into um, the mix here. Bro, it's just one of those things. You don't know. It's so inhibited. If you need to start one, I think the only one you can really feel confident about, maybe Latavius Murray. Did you say Lamar Jackson? He, yeah, dude, he's he's their rusher. He's leading in rushes yeah, he and is. yards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there you go. So uh, I don't know what to tell you. It's just it is what it is. Like I'm, I'm very much like fade. I don't even think who would you Latavius Murray if you're gonna start a 
Ravens running back. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be Latavius. I mean, he's the only one getting the volume. So. He's the only one. He's the only one getting the ball each week. One of these days, uh, the fantasy sites will change their uh, scoring and they'll they'll or their positions, and they'll actually put Lamar Jackson as a running back, so you can start just putting him in that slot, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> and start your second wide receiver. Yeah. The cheat. You'll get Lamar the taste of ta- <laughs> get the taste slash Hill experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, sleeper. Right. Who are you liking this game for sleeper? Uh, Jared Cook count. He does. Yeah, I count Jared Cook. I'll give you Jared Cook. Um, hmm. Pass. <laughs> Man, I left Hollywood Brown on the table for you, so you had someone. Hollywood Brown's not a sleeper. He's put up almost twenty points every week. We both know he's not. He so is. One week he did because him he, for AJ Dillon. It was because he dropped. Um, like three wide open end zone passes. Yeah, bro, because he's Draft City. He's but the volume is always points there. Twice. Oh, he's coming real close Damn, to the two weeks. He's a fucking touchdown machine, though, bro. Five touchdowns in five weeks. Big plays, man. He gets open. Holy fuck. I also have a feeling he's easy to get lost when um, Lamar Jackson starts scrambling. I bet you it's difficult for defenses to pay. Yeah, he's, for sure. No, yeah. so that's kind of, I think, their whole him, rapport is they break down and figure it out. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about that game before we move on? I think we've talked plenty about that game. It's going to be my favorite uh, afternoon game to watch, though. I, it might be my favorite game on the week, actually. Yeah. Well, I'm going to like watching my Vikings, you know. Yeah, and this game will be good, too. I always like watching, watching my Washington football team, although I'm becoming less of and less of a fan the more and more they wind up in the news. So we got that going on. Uh, well, they, if you want to switch teams, now's a good time. Uh, yeah, it'll be a great opportunity. Um, they are at home, and the Kansas City they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are favorites here by 6.5. No shit. And the over-under is 56. That is Woo. large. I'm going yeah, under. dude, because the defense is uh, the defense of the Chiefs suck. And the defense of the Redskins is not, or the I'm sorry, the Washington Football Team. I gotta I gotta switch that habit slowly because I just said it for so long. I get it. Um, Washington Football Team, their their pass defense has been horrific, absolutely horrific. It's gonna match yeah. up perfectly with the uh, Chiefs' strength. So you are all go on Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Pat Mahomes. Nicole Hardman? No. No? No, I think um, I think actually what we started to see is um, Josh Gordon is going to make himself that number two spot in the next few weeks. How many targets did he get? Do you have that number? Uh, let me pull uh, – give me a second pull up quick. But I do know that uh, Tyreek Hill is also like dealing with his own issues right it's, now. It's a knee I injury think too. He, he did not practice today. He's not going to practice this week. He he went he like left that game for a little bit. I think he came back. Right. I want to say it was a minor tweak, but um, yeah, definitely so still just, something to monitor. So they just got Josh Gordon out, and he got that one target and for eleven yards, and he looked awesome doing it. Was it Miko Hardman that had twelve targets last game though? I mean, Miko Hardman had a lot of work. That's the reason I mentioned him. 
Do you think that he's good? But uh, I do you remember how long that Hill was out for? I think it was crazy. It long. was not long. No, it wasn't long. It was only a couple of okay. minutes. Um, and but yeah, he so he did get twelve targets. I mean, we're seeing week. that kind of volume. And, I mean, that's first time. Um, he had eight week two, but other than that, he hasn't broken five, and it is actually his career high in targets. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. This is a new thing. Do you think that's a trend, or do you think that's an anomaly? I think that's this is just an the way the way they were shutting down Tyree Kill. They had to, you know. So I do he was think- against Buffalo. And Tyreek Hill still had 13 targets himself. I do think the more Tyreek blows up for 40-point games, though, the more you're going to see the Chiefs have to shift away from using him so much because teams are just going to double him. They're going to put someone over the top. They're going to leave someone man, and they're they're going to just let it happen. There it is. Uh, have yeah. someone else beat you. Um, so I, I do like streaming Michael Hardman, though. He's coming off a big, big game here. And like I mentioned, Washington football team's uh, pass D is not good. Um, anyone uh, running backs, running backs of the Kansas City Chiefs. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, went on IR, um, so he's going to be done for uh, at least three weeks. Um, that leaves Daryl Williams and uh, Jared, Jared McKinnon. McKinnon to step up and take over. Do you like either one of these guys? Um, you know, like one of them's got to do something. Uh, if anything, Daryl Williams kind of got the brunt of it. But you know they only he only had five carries himself and only t- five targets so ten opportunities total. Ah, uh, you know if anyone I think I kind of want to see. I hope they want work Jarek McKinnon in and give him a chance because he had he was looking so good before he went down twice. So here's be- here's my fear with the situation. I, I, I stay clear of it for this week though. Oh, you're for I sure staying clear. Of it. Yeah, you're for yeah. sure staying clear of it, but. Daryl Williams, I actually like more. And the only reason why is this team has just does not throw their running backs. I like don't I I don't believe there's gonna be a, a, a target share here for that position, which makes me concerned about Jarek McKinnon because he has never been a, he's been a better pass catcher than runner. Uh, he's always been a decent runner, but injury prone. So I just don't think the volume is gonna be there for him. Yeah. No, I feel it. Um, Washington football team side, uh, you're starting Scary Terry, the man, you're starting Antonio Gibson. Um, Curtis Samuels back this week, ain't he? No, he went back. He went back. He's done. He's going to be done. He went back down with a groin injury again. Same one. Oh, did he? Yeah. He can't get healthy. It's going to linger all year. Um, he tried to suit up last week, and he, and he went out again. He's out of practice this week. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Damn it! It's just and not Logan good for Thomas him. is out. Fuck man. Logan Ricky Thomas Seals is Jones. on IR. Ricky Seals Jones. So is how a do you feel about pick. Ricky Seals Jones? He had eight targets last week, nine targets last week, and I have a feeling he's going to get a similar target share this week. And Ricky Seals yeah, Jones he, made some good plays. He was re- he really bro, was. He was good. You know who this really makes me excited for? Having to play, being forced to play JD McKissick this week. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right because the target share is gonna be open and available. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm dibs on sleeper JD McKissick. <laughs> I'm wondering. Um, how... You can take Michael Harbin. I dibs on JD uh, McKissick. I'm wondering how. Um... <laughs> 
So they obviously switched to Taylor Heineke, and he is a uh, rushing QB. Uh, has that impacted J.D. McKissick's target volume? That switch? Is he running instead? I mean, sorry, or you mean like how he is playing? Well, typically when or you have how a, much he's playing. So typically when you have a running QB under center, you don't pass the ball to your running backs a lot because your QB can just swing out and take the ball anyways, and so there's no need for it. Um, Six, two, five, and four are his targets over the last uh, four weeks. All right, that's pretty good. So not really. Um, so yeah, no, I love JD McKissick in this one. Um, I think you can stream Taylor Haneke here. I actually feel good about it. Yep. Yeah, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I would give it that, you know, the 56 point. That might be a little high, but I That's think high. both these teams end in the 20s. That's high. Um, all right. All right. Any uh, last, last piece? Moving on. So McKissick and Hardman are our two sleepers. Oh, today. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Two sleepers. Well, yeah, we already cleared it. I was just uh, clarifying it. All right, next game we've got uh, Buffalo and Tennessee. Uh, we are at the Titans. The Bills are the favorites here by six. And the over/under is fifty-four. I'm first. I'm going the over. Uh, really? Who do you think the Titans are suddenly going to become an explosive offense, or do you think it's just going to be the Derrick Henry show again? I think the Bills are because nothing up- about their passing game has made me feel comfortable about starting them at all to the point where i've had people talking about benching aj brown right now i think the bills are going to put up a 40 burger on the titans (laughs) at least oh man it's gonna be such a rough game the bills have allowed the third fewest points to running back so far oh yeah their defense is and just so you know so the third the difference between third three and four is 66 points to 83 points holy yeah, that's that's the difference between the two spots. So just like Bronco, the no. Bills are really that kind of that top elite against the run right now. That being said, Derrick Henry is a different animal completely compared to what the Bills oh, are used to. Hundred percent. Do you think Derrick Henry goes for hundred yards this game? No, I don't either. Okay, on the same page there. Um, the Bills have allowed the 19 fewest yards to running back so far. So then the Titans are passing it, is what you're telling me. They're the, I, yeah, but so do you? Th- but to who is this the Julio Jones game? Because Davies White's going to be on AJ Brown. Julio Jones is still dealing with that leg injury. He didn't play last yeah. week. Oh fuck! Yeah, you're right, dude. So then, yeah, so Chester Rogers, the Bills are the second fewest points to wide receivers. How are the Titans? They're third two? fewest points <laughs> to running backs. They're second fewest points to wide receivers. Fuck, let me go look at the quarterbacks. Where are they at at quarterbacks? I might as well just scroll. They're, four, they're the strongest team against quarterbacks. <laughs> Not the fewest points to the quarterback position. Bills to the Super Bowl? <laughs> should we just, what the fuck, should bro? Should we send them and crown them out? This is don't ever play anyone against the Bills defense. Apparently, holy shit! They, Sorry, mom. They have been <laughs> they have been blowing out teams as of Dude. late, bro. So like, yeah, are you? After reading that, I'm fucking benching. Uh, sorry, Mom. I'll stop swearing. <laughs> I'll bench, stop benching every. I'm benching my Titans, man, except Derrick Henry. I'm starting Derrick Henry. And fuck, maybe I got to start A.J. Brown, but. 
So they did. Oh my god! They did allow um, the last four games. Two of them have been complete shutdowns. They've not allowed their yeah. opponents to get a, a point. Now, great. That, that's the Texans and the Dolphins. Um, I think points are scored here. I don't think they're going to blow out the Titans. Last year, the Titans did beat them. 42 to 16. Yeah, but that's a tale of two different stories, right? Buffalo's defense yeah. was not great last year, and Tennessee's offense was much more explosive. Protective, yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, so don't play the Tennessee Titans pass catchers. You're going to play Derrick Henry. Do not play Tannehill. Um, Buffalo's side, we like the studs. You've got to believe in Stephon Diggs. I believe in Stephon Diggs. I believe in Josh Allen. Shit, I'll even throw Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley out there. What about the running backs? I actually like I like Zach Moss a lot. Zach Moss. Um, Devin Singletary is currently still their rush leader, but I like Zach Moss. The Titans defense has been so bad. So bad. Um, yeah. I think you can pretty do, much play everyone here. Does, so what do you think about Singletary and uh, Moss's pretty much split when it comes to catches and – well, not really even a split, but Zach Moss really is – Based, you know, based on they're ta- they're splitting their pe- targets and the their passing targets. I agree. I think Devin Singletary is slowly getting faded out. I think it um, looks like it, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they're tra- I think they're trying to get they'll move on. They're getting ready to move on from him once his contract's up. So Zach Moss like had that injury happen, and he was that you know quote unquote healthy scratch in week one, which I th- yeah. think was actually he was actually injured, and I have a feeling they wanted to slowly bring him back and make sure he was healthy. And he's looked really good. Devin Singletary just really can't good. run between the tackles. Yeah, uh, he's had a really he's hard too small. Run. He's too small. He needs to be just a permanent third down back. Which, um, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he needs to be. Uh, but I do think you can flex him in this game. Like if he's gonna have a good game, it's probably against this. It's probably I think, yeah. I think that's what that's what I was saying. Like this week, I would feel comfortable flexing Devin Singletary. Well, not comfortable, but I wouldn't hate I'd it. I do it. Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. catch me doing it. Um, Would you flex Devin Singletary or J.D. McKissick? That's a really good one. That's a really good one, right? Um, Uh, I think I might go McKissick. I was going to say Devin Singletary. Oh, there's another one for the board. Yeah, we'll see what that does. Good thing people are keeping track of these. (laughs) (laughs) She has someone. Oh, shit. All right, anything else? Oh, sleepers of this game. What do you... uh, I'm going to Devin Singletary the, and J.D. McKissick. Oh, no, J.D. McKissick. No, 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 no. We'll do Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Devin <laughs> Singletary and Zach Moss. I like it. I like it. All right, folks. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Man, we are getting more and more efficient at doing these. You are welcome. Uh, yeah. That is yeah, gonna... don't have to. We, we know what, not, what we've talked enough at this point. I think that's really helping us go forward. Yeah. Yes, yes. And again. You're welcome. Um, Sam, where where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, You can find me at my name, Sam underscore Graham, with just two M's at the end of each one. It's also going to be on our description of our episode, so you can also find it there. Ah, yes. I'm FFF underscore Home Dog. Thank you for watching Fantasy Football Fortunes. And... Uh
yeah. I just one more comment, everyone. I know Alec always refers to himself as Alec, but then uh, broadcasts himself as Herman. Just so sorry about that confusion. I <laughs> every time you introduce yourself as Alec, but then we talk to call yourself Herman throughout the whole episode. I have a first name and I have a last name. <laughs> It's this crazy thing that some Americans are doing nowadays, where they where they have multiple names. I also have a middle name for anyone that's uh, that's wondering. So hey, my first name and last name are both first names. Just my last name's more popular overseas. Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Well, now all that right. you heard all that, find bullshit. us on yeah. Spotify and Apple. Spot us, you know, so we don't say that enough. Let's find us on Spotify and Apple. Yes. Yep. We are available on Spotify or Apple, where you're probably listening right now. Uh, and if not, go there. Check us out. Hit the subscribe button. We'd like it. We've never told anyone we're on Apple. That's why we had to share uh, that. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> We've never shared we're on Apple. And with that right. one, <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week.